This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. You've heard us talk about them. They're in, and they're on the website. Absolutely. Our brand new America's Diesel podcast Branded bills, badass, flex fit, performance material, sweat res- sweat stain resistant. It it literally feels like it cools your head. Like I don't know amazing. how it's possible. I don't somehow know. it is. Yeah, you can rock it. You know, I'm more of a flat bill kind of guy. You can do that. You can curve it. For all you taco holder guys, you can even throw that in there. Yeah. And then snap back with a little bit of the flex fit. Yeah. Big head approved, small head approved. And it's extremely comfortable. I almost guarantee, you know, I say almost guarantee. No, I guarantee this is the most comfortable hat you will ever wear. And the logo, rubber. Awesome. Yeah. Came out great. Super detailed rubber on there, so it's never going to fade on you. If you want to get one of these in your hands, they are $50 shipped to the lower 48 plus tax, if applicable in your state. Uh, just go on the dieselpopproducts.com, search hat, look for the fantastic Jam and Eagle logo, and pick yourself up some before they're out of stock. Yeah. America's Diesel Podcast. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products. America's Diesel Superstore. No salesman. Just enthusiasts. Dieselpowerproducts.com. Your number one source for all things diesel. Well, those speakers. Thank you, God Hell yeah, Donnie J. Yeah. And that's our intro. Thanks for tuning in. This is Ben and Tyler and Donnie J. <laughs> Special guest from America's Diesel Podcast coming at you from Spokane, Washington. Is this all good? What Are we mean? recording right now? Yeah. Oh, wow. This is oh, this yeah. screen is yeah, like... I'm going to show you. This is wicked. Yeah. Oh, that's us recording. So what we're seeing, what you guys aren't seeing at the moment, yeah, is like no a, idea. a digital... I've... Uh, on the screen is basically what what Corey is using to make us sound and and all that kind of stuff. It looks like just a bunch of it looks like an airplane cockpit on TV. It seriously man. does. <laughs> this week's podcast episode is brought to you by Fuel Bomb Diesel Additive, an additive designed for diesel enthusiasts, made by diesel enthusiasts. Ben, take it away. 
Hell yeah, dude. So this is our in-house fuel bomb fuel additive for your diesel truck. Uh, our biggest thing here is making sure that you can pretty much always have uh, diesel additive on you all the time. The you've got a lot of other additives out on the market that are they have you know anti gel in there all the time. They have C10 in there all the time. They end up being big and bulky bottles. Uh, our uh, standard everyday diesel fuel additive is one ounce per 32 gallons, and that's its main job is to make sure that your fuel system stays lubricated and prevents the formation of algae. And it should also help you in colder climates too. Should definitely help you in colder climates. It, along with cleaning your fuel system and maintaining it, it'll also help you bump that cetane number up for a more efficient burn of your diesel fuel. And if cetane is just what you're after, there's the Fuel Bomb Hellfire, which is our straight 8-plus cetane enhancer. Yeah, and you guys asked, and we brought them back. Uh, we did go away from the bottles that didn't have the measuring little parts in there. We brought them back for you, so now you can measure out your 1 ounce per 32 gallons for the F-Bomb or 4 ounces per 32 gallons for the Hellfire. Both these additives are available on our website, dieselpowerproducts.com. Now let's get back to that episode. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, ben and Todd from America's Diesel Podcast brought to you by Diesel Power Products. Uh, you can find us on the... Or, it's Hello, hot as hell. It's been, it's, been a couple it's of hot. Barbies. It's been a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's been a couple of weeks, which is why we're going to talk about what we're going to talk about because I was on vacation, hence the couple of weeks. Uh, but you can find us on any normal podcast. That's uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, all that kind of stuff. Search America's <laughs> Podcast. You can find us on there. I'm, I'm just, I just got to force my way through this intro because this, this one's going downhill real fast, guys. Real fast. Here we go. Uh, make sure and check us on the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, sort of. Uh, Instagram is ran by me personally. Uh, we do go live every Wednesday right around 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Ooh, Didn't screw that. that one up. Yeah. I'm like <laughs> one for 40 on that yeah. one. Uh, but yeah, uh, tune in on Wednesday on the live session. Have a beer with the boys. We do not save those and do not post them <laughs> because they are candid AF. Uh, as if, if, if you know, because we just got off one, you know just how candid they are. Uh, if you like jokes, if you like Duramax jokes, if you like talking about cool stuff and you like beer and you're American, you should definitely get on that live one. It's usually Absolutely. about 15, 20 minutes long. It's honestly, it's all, I almost like doing it more than the actual podcast. Cause it's like, it's like me and you hanging out with like 23 of like the same dude, all just like having a great time. Well, it's cool. Cause it has consistently grown. It has. And I'm excited to see where this ends up because it's, yeah. I, I think it's great. I, it, it's fun. You know, I don't, I don't get the chance to really like talk to customers all that much anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's, a, it's it's cool to interact with the other diesel enthusiasts out yeah. there. Uh, reviews, Tyler. Oh, yeah. Let's keep those reviews coming in. We are moving up in the ranks. We're currently right now the second highest rated diesel podcast in America. Okay. That's huge. But we want to be number one. Okay. There's other podcasters that are trying to follow our lead uh, with releasing more uh, episodes during uh, during the week. So we right now we're, we're uh, releasing two a week. Um and, and keep in mind, these are not like 20-minute episodes. These are not 15-minute episodes. These are episodes that typically range at least 45 minutes or longer. So you get an hour's worth of info in your ear, um, which, I mean, me, me, per, me personally, I like that. I don't yeah. like po short podcasts. I think that's that's ridiculous. If I can't if, – if, if I finish a podcast on my way home from work, I'm frustrated. Yeah. It's like, well, I'm so I'm close. I don't want to pick music to listen to. Right. And I want to start. I want to start one. over. Yeah. Our, our goal is always the 45 to 60 minutes. Yeah. 100. percent So yeah. keep those reviews coming in. We're moving up in the ranks. 
We greatly appreciate every single one of you listeners out here. Um, and yeah, if you screenshot your review on any of the platforms that Ben mentioned earlier, send that to podcast at dieselpowerproducts.com. Make sure you include a picture of your truck or the truck you want and an address. We'll send you a sticker that is the logo on our hat, the logo on our background. It's badass. If you like America, it's the freaking bald eagle with some sunglasses on. He's partying, listening to some podcasts. Hell yeah. Diesel podcast shit. Lastly, get this intro out of the way here. Uh, if you need parts for your diesel pickup, make sure and check out dieselproducts.com. We do have stuff on the website. If you see the quick, sh- we have lots of stuff on the website. It's a very stupid <laughs> statement. Uh, if you're wanting to know if an item is in stock, if you happen to see a quick ship logo by the part number, that is a verified in stock item ready to ship. Obviously, normal cutoff times during the day apply as far as like expedited shipping and whatnot but if you just want to make sure that it is actually in stock able to ship out if you do see the quick ship logo pull the trigger let it ride it is again verified in stock we have i think a team of almost four or five people verifying that stuff right now because we do want to make sure that everybody is getting the best information they can as possible uh if you do have questions on any of your products or any questions on your truck really uh, make sure and call in we do have sales technicians on the phone 6 a.m to 6 p.m pacific time monday through friday they can answer any question you have and if you're trying to make a plan they can do that for you as well uh since you are a podcast listener because you're listening to this we're a podcast uh and you're talking to them and you're placing an order make sure to let them know so we can tag the order as a podcast order uh they do get special attention from me not gonna lie and the higher up so we can keep doing this yeah uh, and who knows what's going to happen in the future you may get some more perks uh in the future it's just we're, we're still pretty young when it comes to podcasts really so it's, um it, it, it's something that uh you know we put our heart and soul into and if you can help us out by just letting you letting us know that you purchased from us it makes us look better to the uh to the uh you know powers that be yeah lastly if you are buying parts for your diesel pickup and you're listening to this and not buying it from Diesel Power Products, I would like to know why. Good, bad, happy, or sad. Uh, legitimately, we are trying to be the best in the business. Um, I have received a couple of emails from people that have actually been really good constructive criticism and have led to like actually making changes Actual and changes. suggestions. So like, legitimately, if you want a direct line to someone that can potentially make the change you're looking for, let fucking let me know man yeah. seriously like sorry for the, like throwing the effort so early in there but like yeah. I, we are super passionate about making sure you get the products you want at the right price and all that kind of good stuff so by all means let us know because we want to grow and get better yeah always 100 percent. all right ben you've been gone you took a you took your uh how many Annual. miles on that uh, thing at the end of the day i think oh, no, it, on your excursion how uh, many miles are on that uh when i started it was, uh, <laughs> it was uh, just uh, it was like almost almost two fifty six. A two hundred and fifty thousand mile excursion on a pretty twenty four hundred mile twenty four hundred road trip. Yeah, twenty four hundred mile road trip with a a wife and eight month old baby and a five year old boy. Yeah, yeah. How did it go? It went great, honestly. Like excursion the, is like the freaking like road trip mobile. It is and. I will say it's like a limo with four wheel drive. It really is. Yeah. There's there's something to be said about having a plan and an intention for a vehicle when you start a build. And I I'm I'm gonna toot my own horn here. I'm very proud of myself for sticking to my plan. I am too. You know, making sure that it does what I want it to do. A hundred percent. Because you 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 didn't do anything um when I say crazy, I don't wanna like you, you, you know, you didn't go putting big injectors in it or a big turbo because you're waiting on injectors. You know, you 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 purpose built this vehicle to be like the family vehicle. 
mm-hmm. and it works and it does exactly what you needed it to do. Mm-hmm. And I, that's like one of the first things I asked you when you came back on Monday, how the excursion, I didn't even oh. asked how you were doing. Yeah. I asked, how's your excursion? <laughs> How's your? How are you? How, how's the family? How's the family? No, how's didn't the truck? I don't care. I don't care. How's the truck? <laughs> it did great. Um, for those of you who don't know, I do have a. This is my second excursion. Um, first one we're not going to talk about. <laughs> but uh, I have a piece. Yeah, I love you. Uh, it didn't. It didn't die. Just it, it had to get sold because I had to buy a house. Yeah. Adult things. Um, but it's a 2001 Ford excursion. Uh, it's an XLT leather, so it's not a limited, but an XLT leather. Uh, I bought it with 242,000 miles on it. Um, basically, I was looking kind of for an excursion, and I happened to see it on my way in, and I bought it on lunch <laughs> from a dealership around the corner. Uh, keep in mind, we I went with him to, to northern yeah. Idaho, where this excursion on, on, uh, on the computer looked okay. It was not. It was not at all. And it I'm was so honestly, glad I didn't honestly, get that. I still... Uh, I, I want to know that who moment. It. <laughs> it was probably the the people that were waiting on us to get it. done looking yeah. at it. That they, you know, but like to this day, I I still remember that whole experience, and I just it just cracks me up because it's like we just we broke that down in front of them like so hard, and they just weren't having it. Oh, she, that lady was not she was, cool with it. Yeah, she was. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, I don't remember what episode number that was, but I want to say it was like junkyards, dealerships, and. You know, something Saturday with the boys or something like that. Yeah, um, I'll post the the episode number in the description, but you should listen to that one. It's it's when I was when I first started officially shopping for uh, the vehicle that I now have. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's uh, it when I left, it had just about two fifty six on it. Um, I've had it for just over a year, and I knew that buying a high mileage vehicle. You've heard me say this before, but if it's the first episode, whatever. Uh, I knew that this thing was a high mileage vehicle. It's got good bones. Um, it's, I only had two owners and it's been very well taken care of. Like it shows its age. Like it's not, it's not hammered by any means. I, I don't think I would say that. I think, it, I think it's better than most. I don't think it shows 250 on it though. It doesn't show 250. It doesn't. It, it, it show, to it me show, it shows like 180. Maybe. I mean, if I looked at that truck from the outside, like knowing that you owned it, I'd be like, wow, that's like a, like a, like a 120. Wow. I appreciate that. Well, you, you know, yeah. you should because that's a that is a compliment. I think if I actually got it <laughs> properly, like cut and waxed, and it still looks good. I mean, for, it still looks good, it's, and because I, I, I honestly, I, I don't wash it that often. I really should, but I don't. It's yeah. just the kind of the way it goes. It's I got an early two thousands truck. It's, like, it's twenty years old, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. just, there's only so much you can do with washing it, but right. I, I do try to keep it clean enough. Um, I think if if honestly, if I replaced the two front seats. And someone got in there, and I covered the the odometer. Yeah, they would probably. I guarantee you, it'd be sub two, sub two hundred. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. I think yeah. most people probably get in there and feel it'd be like, hmm. I would even maybe venture to say, but like ninety eight. That's that's a little far. That's a little far. Uh, well, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. You take care of your stuff. And I you, do. You, you, I mean, and uh, I like making old things feel new again. I know you do, and I'm gonna get you a set of O-rings for Christmas. And I'm sorry I'm already telling you what I'm getting you for Christmas, but that's where I'm going to get you because I know how much you love replacing O-rings and making sure things are still I know you're making fun of me for O-rings, but that thing does not leak a drop of oil. It does not leak a a fucking drop. I love it. I love it. (laughs) So uh, I'm originally from California, Northern California. Uh, We just had a baby. A lot of my family had not even met her yet um, because most people from Northern California don't travel to Spokane, which uh, I'm honestly 50-50 on. Um, There's too many damn Californians moving up here. 
and I know that I'm a California moved up here, but I moved up here in 2014. Okay. Yeah. We're coming up on 10 years. All right. Yeah. Here's the thing. When you look at the people that are moving here from California in the last like two, three years, they're the folks that are trying to get out of California, but trying to make other places, California. I was of that vintage that left California to not live in California yeah. anymore. So basically if, if you're in Spokane and you talk to anybody that pretty much moved to Spokane, I'd say, you know, before 2000, let's say 17, 18, they're the folks that were like, I'm trying to, this is my escape. Yeah. That's me. Okay. Let's, let's go back a little bit. I know mm-hmm. we're going to talk about your vacation, right. but yeah. when you first moved up here, uh-huh. like, what did you think? Like, I loved it. I was like, this is home. This is where I need to be. Yeah? Yeah. You did. It was All a right. sign. It was a fucking sign. And I have a picture on my phone. It's one of the, probably, at that point, my Instagram was very dry. I maybe had like two posts on there. Um, but I was driving up. So, a little bit of backstory. Yeah, all right. So, I, I decided that I wanted to leave California very, very early on. I'm talking like middle school. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I then I ended up moving all around California because I was like, well, my family's here. I'm going to move around, maybe find a place I like. I lived all kinds of places San Diego, Sacramento, South Lake Tahoe, multiple places in the Bay Area. Yeah. Um, had a lot of fun, met a lot of great people, friends I'm still in contact with um, that I love dearly. Uh, but as I got a little bit older, this place is not for me. Yeah. I got to be somewhere else. Um, so I started looking for jobs basically anywhere like Oregon, Washington, Idaho, Montana, Colorado, New Mexico, yeah. Arizona, basically anything like anything like this side. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, and ended up finding a job here and talked to Cooper on the phone. He's like, have you ever been to Spokane? And at that point, I was still pronouncing it Spokane because that's how spelled <laughs> idiots. <laughs> and I was like, no. And the only information I had, because I, I sent the email and applied for the job, and I uh, texted my cousin who lived on the west side. And I was like, "What do you, can you tell me? What can you tell me about Spokane?" And she's, <laughs> you know, Spokane, right? With Gonzaga, with Gonz- yeah, Gonzaga. <laughs> and <laughs> funny, we'll get to that in a minute. But she's like, "Yeah, there's." Uh, so we've got the the mountains. Was uh, I still on Cascades? Mind. Cascades. She's like, "Yeah, there's basically kind of like a hard line to the middle of the state, like Spokane. Just so you know, it's pronounced Spokane. Um, that's like the really red side of the state." And I don't think she knew my political <laughs> we were just we were still kind of young yeah. uh and you know, i was like oh okay cool got the phone i was like hell yeah it's <laughs> exactly what i'm looking for man yeah. and then i talked to cooper he's like uh so do you like the cold i was like i prefer it he's yeah. like do, do you like the hot i was like i love it I'm like uh do you how do you feel about guns i was like i want more of them they're like shit man you want the job i was like yes <laughs> And then I promptly informed my wife that I'd asked to marry me like three weeks earlier. Yeah. <laughs> hey, by the way, I'm moving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you were expecting me. Like, I don't know if, if I'm calling your bluff right now, but like I told yeah. you, like I'm moving and you said you were cool with it. So what up, Mark? Hey, I was like, we're getting ready to start our life somewhere else. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Bye. Yeah. Get out. Get out. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Very and then, cool, and then dude. I Have a good day. Here. Have a good night. I moved up here, started working, and then she moved up here about three months afterwards. Yeah. So, uh, to me... What'd you think of me? I mean, <laughs> I, I thought you were awesome. I, I was just so happy to be here. And I, no, I, I don't mean, like, just a decent power practice. I was yeah. just so happy to be somewhere new, starting fresh. Yeah. And it's not because I was, like, leaving demons behind or anything like that. Did you think we'd get along? Yeah. Honestly. You did? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't put off a bad vibe or anything. No, this is, my, okay. this is my guy. All right. This is my guy, hundred <laughs> um, percent. But the, I want to get back to the signal <laughs> yeah. where I, I knew for it's before I even. So I had never been to Spokane 
until I arrived here in my truck and trailer. I literally yeah. never seen it. I'd never been here. I yeah. didn't even... I think you showed up to the shop in your truck and trailer. Yes. Did you know? Yeah, 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 you did. I came first there because I didn't know yeah. where to go. I, yeah. I, I I found a guy on freaking Craigslist that was like, yeah, you can move in with me. That was me. a risky move. <laughs> I, like, I couldn't even find him on Facebook, but lo, like, truthfully, I tried so many different people because this is before Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. I tried so many people. I was like, hey, I just need a room to rent for like less than six months. Like, I have cash. I can get. I, I can PayPal. Yeah. Venmo wasn't a thing. I like. I can. I can PayPal you. I can email you or I can mail you a check. Um, but I just I got a job up there, and once they found out I was actually coming from California, line would go dead. They literally were like, "Fuck you." <laughs> like, I was like, Whoa. "Damn!" I was like, "Hey, I'm 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 trying to escape. Like, I want to beat you. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. trying to get up there. Like, <laughs> like, I hate everybody here too, man." Uh, but he he finally was like, not finally, but like he was like, "Yeah, cool." And so I did, and we we became okay friends. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I knew this was the place for me. So I'm I'm driving him at my red OBS at the time with my U-Haul trailer, and I was past. I now I couldn't remember where I was before, but now I know where I was because I, I was past Connell, yeah, and I was so I was past Tri Cities, making my way that last stretch. Shit, it's shit. It sucks. <laughs> it I'm driving, sucks. but it's it's beautiful blue skies. It's fairly flat. The ground is it's, it's it was the end of summer. Yeah, farmland. So land, like yeah. tall weeds. It, it, yeah. it looks like a screensaver. I'm gonna be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah. It, it, you get used to it when you're driving because like this takes forever. But the highway is smooth. There's not a lot of turns. Yeah. You can set the cruise at 75 and just hum along. And it's literally a screensaver. Left, right, everywhere, it's a screensaver. Yeah. And I was driving, and I'm coming up on this thing, and it's it's an old yellow school bus with the back half cut off with a Bronco on mutters <laughs> on the back. Yeah. It's like a, so they basically put <laughs> it into a can. I took a picture. Like a I was toy like, hauler, yeah. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to be okay here. Yeah, these are my people. Yeah, like that was like that shit is tight. Yeah, I literally, <laughs> I, I don't think I'd ever seen anything like that before. Not even like Dude, in a, in a magazine still, or on the internet. I think I still see that rig around. Yeah, he's still driving. Every that once thing in a while, I'll reshare it because it, it, you know, on this day, I'll show it. They're like, oh, that's blah blah blahs, and I'm like, dude. Yeah, he was my <laughs> welcoming into Spokane. It, yeah. it was my first introduction in, into Spokane. So you came down the hill. Like came down and the, then I came in uh, yeah. and I came down the first hill like by the airport. Yeah, yeah. And you start coming down. I'm like, it's my city. Yeah. It's where I am. Yeah, those are my people. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> all right. Let's make a life, man. Yeah. So that's my life in a nutshell there. Um, but yeah, so so I, now uh, you venture back. Now we go back. We try to go every year, every other year. Yeah. Um, to go see family, we call it like when we first had Ricky, we call it you know, Ricky tour. You know, Ricky's California tour twenty. 19 or whatever it was so this one was the olivia world tour 2022 because it's cooper okay uh because again it was her world tour we're showing you know yeah. meeting a whole bunch of family um so we cruised down uh we I, I took friday and then i took the following week and then i took the whole following week so i technically took two weeks plus a day yeah uh one of the benefits of working here is there's technically unlimited pto don't be a dick about it it's but it's basically you, you take two weeks if you can yeah, because we were a relatively small company. Um, so I and also for you guys that are workaholics and say fuck vacations, don't do that. Don't need recharge time. You need it. You need it. I'm dead serious. I'm the guy that was anti-vacation. I didn't. I legitimately, and I'm not even talking about calling in. Like I, I took three days off for my wedding. I took two days off when my first son was born. Yeah. Like I, I was, and even before I worked here, I was. I my dad was that way. He's like, you fucking work, and then you retire. Yep. That's it. Yeah. And I'm not saying we never went on vacations as a kid. We did that kind of stuff. But I was very anti, oh, if I should work, I should work. If I yeah. can work, I should. 
I still have that mentality, but at the same time, you need that time with your family. 100%. Um, when I was well, single. Well, just like even when I took yeah. my week off, like I came back and I was like, man. You're I feel, refreshed. I, I feel good. I feel refreshed. Yeah. Like you, you, you need that. You, you need that little reset. It. 100%. And, I, and it, maybe it's not two weeks, but you do need, I would say it's got to be at least a week because if you're like me and you're probably like Tyler, it takes you probably two or three days to fully – I say not you. Basically, once you once your once your truck door shuts, you're like, ha! <laughs> yeah. phone. I'm, pre- I'm pretty good at that. Phone's off. Yeah, like, just, but I, I, I'm not. And nothing against like Ty for what he does. He's I, I've honestly, actually gotten a, a compliment. I wish on, I could do it faster, like you do. I've I've gotten a compliment on yeah. my uh, my detachment ability. Like I, I think know, that's key. I think that that is a hundred percent key. You got to turn that side of yourself off. To get back into to, mm-hmm. to hit it hard, then you know the next time you get back in there, right? And that, that that's how it works. That's how it works for me. It ta- it takes me time to do that. It usually yeah. takes me almost three four days. It'll to get do that. easier. It'll, get, it'll probably get easier. <laughs> it got it was easier this time than it was last time. Yeah. Um. So, but it usually takes me about three or four days to fully just like chuck the phone and disconnect. Yeah. And part one of the things that really helps is we drive down to a place called Twain Heart. If you don't know where it is, uh, it's by Sonora. Um, if you don't know where that is. Uh, you basically you start driving into California. You take five or any nine, but usually five, all the way south. You hit like either Manteca or Stockton, and you turn left and drive about another hour into the hills. It's by Copperopolis, Jamestown. If you know any of those places, you kind of know the type of area I'm talking about. So you're you're in a pretty wilderness type of area. Totally. So, like me especially mm-hmm. like when i think of like california and i think of that like i don't think of wilderness like whatsoever did you see the pictures but, i sent of the deer no you never sent me that you could feed a deer out of your hand in the front yard dude, you never sent that shit to me sure but any am. dude but like when i think of like california i do not think of like wilderness but when you actually look at california there's a ton of freaking wilderness down there like vast freaking wilderness like it's a thick freaking country down there it is the thing is most people don't realize what the actual northern part of northern california looks like oh yeah yeah it's, it, it's what people refer to as jefferson because people want to secede from the state but once you start getting basically like towards redding and northern of there it's a completely different place completely different place yeah it is it is, well that's where uh you know sasquatch has been sighted northern california mm-hmm. in those freaking wildernesses wildernesses we're doing this eye. Um, oh, here you go. I'm literally. I'm oh, opening dude! Look a, at that freaking buck, dude! I'm, two of them. Yeah. Oh, there, there. We, we saw eight of them at one point. They look a little malnutritioned. Yeah, I was literally opening and closing the doors and loading the excursion. I was hanging out. Damn. What is that salt on the top of that? No, it's deer feed. Put it up. Oh. There. They'll literally eat out of your hand if you walk up to them. No shit. Yeah. That's cool, dude. Yeah. Um, so well, they, I think a lot of people, like, not from the area, think, like, when they think of California, they're like, oh, city. Yeah, those totally. Liberals, there's, you know, freaking traffic. and yeah. But there's a lot of wilderness in California, which, is. which is, um, is kind of sad that, because California in general is probably one of the most beautiful states in it the is. United States. It literally has every, there there it, are weekends that we used to have sorry to cut you off like we were we used to call them the epic weekends. Yeah. And they were towards the end of the snowboard season um so into like April May where we could and I lived in San Jose at the point. We would leave me and my buddy Tyson would leave San Jose after class on Friday. We would drive 
all the way up to Tahoe. We'd snowboard on Saturday all day, drive from Tahoe down to Sacramento for Saturday night, party, hit the bars, wake up Sunday morning, go wakeboard, wake surf on the yeah. Sacramento River or Folsom Lake, and then after that, yeah. make our way home and go back to class. Yeah. And if you really wanted to, and I know people that have done this before because it, it, they call it a, you know, a triple in, in, in California, is after that, you would go down and surf in Santa Cruz. Yeah. And you could literally snowboard, yeah. wake surf, wakeboard, and surf in the ocean all in the same weekend. Yeah, which, it, I mean, it makes it sad that it, it is... Uh, it's just um, ran like it, shit. It's ran, yeah, it's ran so terribly, but it's yeah. like, it, it truly is probably one of the most beautiful places. It is. Without, if you get, a, you know, take away the homeless, take away all that shit, mm-hmm. like the mo- one of the, like even going, like I went down to Venice Beach, um, and oh. Venice Beach is cool. Yeah. Except for... Like the homeless situation, <laughs> like if that wasn't there. And since you've been there, it, it's, it's only been, got it's, it's gotten only gotten so worse. bad. Yeah, like that's so where I got bad. that tattoo, like yeah. on Venice Beach. Like it is a cool area mm-hmm. and it is gorgeous, but it's just been ran like shit, it which is. sucks because it is like a it's a it should be like, it's like a kind of like a national treasure, like you know, for the country. I, but I wanted to love it. Yeah, I wanted it to be home. Yeah, there are so many things that I did like about California. But as I started getting older it, and I started getting, work. getting more grounded in my principles yeah. and what I wanted out of my life as an adult, as a father, as a husband. As a diesel truck owner. And as a fucking man. <laughs> yeah. I realized that ain't for me, dog. Yeah, 100%. And that's why I escaped. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've talked about California more than the damn trip here, but makes but, sense. No, but I mean, I, 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 think it's, I think it's nice to talk about because it's yeah. like, yeah. But anyway, so you, yeah. you, so you, you, so you load up your kids, load up your wife. Or she loads up the kids, loads up you, mm-hmm. and you guys take off. Yeah, so we I got off work early on, on that Thursday, and we left Spokane at about, I think we finally hit Highway 90, uh, <coughs> sorry, Interstate 90, uh, at 3.30, 4 yeah. o'clock, and we had a reservation at a hotel in Lapine, um, which is about 45 minutes or so south of Bend. Uh, ben is usually a good stopping point if you try to find a hotel on Ben right now. A, they're all booked. B, asinine with the price. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm sure. And there wasn't even anything going on that weekend. And I'm talking like we're, we literally just need a. I need a. We need a place that has a bed, hopefully two. Yeah. <laughs> a place to park, a shitter, and a shower. Like yeah. we, my wife, me and my wife are not bougie on these road trips. We don't need a yeah. big suite. We don't need. Uh, honestly, I could. We don't even have to have a refrigerator. Right. As, as long as there's a, literally a place to park. A place to shit and a place to sleep, and it's like relatively safe. We're fine. Yeah. And legit, minimum, we're talking like roadside motel stuff, like two fifty. Jesus. And I, I and I'm not saying there's a price for my family as far as safety and convenience and stuff like that. But when it comes to, and I know everything has gone up, but my, like my my internal money meter as far as like if I'm traveling by myself, what's the breaking point to where I will just sleep in the truck? Or get a hotel. Right. Uh, in the past, it was seventy five dollars. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Obviously, that's not there anymore, right? Right. Now it's a, my my gut is one twenty. If yeah. I can find a hotel for one hundred twenty bucks, I'll do it. It's worth you know, you know, getting a you know a shit in a real toilet, being able to decompress, being able to relax, take a shower, you know, sleep, yeah. get up from a bed because we all know we've all slept in your backseat of your truck or something like that. 100%. Yeah. You sleep. You get it done. But you feel like shit the next day. Yeah, like it's just it's it, and it's one thing if you're doing it for work or something like that. But it's like it just it's not. 
it's worth 120 to me. 100. percent Um, but yeah, so we stayed in Lapine because we fi- we found one cheaper. Uh, so we hauled ass down. Um, and it was it worked out because anytime that my if if uh, my little girl needed to eat, um, my wife would just hop in the middle seat yeah. in the back because we got a bench seat in the back, and she you know mix a form and feed her or feed her solid food or something like that. Um, she's just a champ. That's a perk of a freaking excursion. I'm telling you, man. Dude. Um, made it down, made a good time, uh, and then woke up, tried. <laughs> if you're a dad, you're going to know what I'm talking about, but I'm thinking to myself, like, because we have a long-ass drive. We've got a 550-mile drive from Lapine to where we need to go in Twain Hart. Yeah. Theoretically, that should take seven and a half, eight hours. Yeah. Uh, when you got a kid, let alone two kids, and a wife in there, um, it, it is legitimately an all-day thing. So, oh, yeah, and I'm, I'm not sure. talking like all day like oh I took most of the day like legit like I am playing, this, is, this is the yeah. only option this is what we're doing all day so and we got in and I finally put my head to sleep at like probably one thirty, two o'clock mostly because uh, my son is not going to listen to these podcasts obviously he's five yeah <laughs> but he listens this in the future uh, he still wears a, uh, a pull up when he goes to bed yeah he fell asleep in his car seat we didn't put one on him because honestly, you'll know this too, especially if your dad when your kids are sleeping, you fucking roll. Yeah. You you I would piss my pants if my kids were sleeping. Sure. Because the minute you stop, they wake up. Yeah. So you oh, just yeah. start booking. Yeah. Um. And he ended up, you know, wet in the car seat, and it was heartbreaking because oh, he's sure. he he was getting really good about not peeing at night. Yeah. Um. But I, it was so hard for me to explain to him. Hey, this this is not you. This is on us. This is me and mom. We yeah. didn't put you in. We didn't put you in one. You're okay. And the look on his face as a dad, like it was the first time I ever saw, the first time I ever really saw my son, um, actually like ashamed of himself, like properly ashamed. And I'm not saying that I'm not saying that proudly, but you know he just you know yeah. that look when it's like oh, oh you're yeah. oh you're a kid ah pee pee poo poo whatever. But I mean, he's like <laughs> just like he just it almost like, it almost makes me cry it. thinking he was about upset it. Like, he was about deeply it. upset about it. Yeah. Um, and that is also one of the, uh, I'm gonna. I'm going to go on a little dad rant here, but, uh, it was one of the things I know. I know you guys aren't dads and I'm not trying to like yeah. talk up or <laughs> no. talk down, but this is, I'm, I'm going to connect to dads here for a minute, especially if you have sons. Um, so I'm not sure when it happened, but this is when I noticed it. Uh, so I've got a son. He just turned five. His uh, birthday was on August 10th. Um, but we were, uh, we were in Twain Hart walking around a little watering hole and, I noticed, and I, again, I don't know when it happened. It had to have been sometime near there, but I didn't notice it till then. Um, my son went from holding my hand to like when he he would his hand would hold a couple of my fingers. Yeah. To when he holds your hand like your like a palm to palm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like thumb, like yeah. that. And I didn't, I just, I didn't notice it till then. And it was one of those things where it's you'll find things as you're a father that like. It's not a big milestone. The way my son holds my hand is not a milestone. It's it's not on any sort of chart, right? Yeah. But it was one of those things where it's like, my, he's getting older. Who's, yeah. Who's trying to scare me? Sandman. Oh, Sandman. We got the Sandman. But it, it, was, it was like one of those things where like, yeah, he's, he's, I know he's growing up. I know he's getting older. He's getting smarter, you know, all that kind of stuff. But it's kind of like, I knew that my days of like, you know, the hugs 
and yeah, it's getting you know, getting low. And the kisses, getting and, on the getting on the empty I'm, gauge. I know Tom Brady. I, I yeah. kiss my son in the mouth, okay, guys. But you know, you know, if you're a dad, you know, you, you all of a sudden your your son is two and a half or three years old. And he wants to give you kisses on the face and on the and and then Real all quick, of a sudden, hold on, he's, before just, he leaves, he's just a big man. Check out that freaking hair on that yeah. guy right there. God, God damn. damn, dude. Sans totem pole Anderson. My lord. Uh, is that Pantene Pro V? What are you using? Sands. <laughs> Totem Pole Lion's Mane Sands. Lion's Mane Sands. No, well, no Indians didn't have. Uh, what would be a long haired, majestic animal for. When's the braid coming in, is what I want to know. You get war braids? <laughs> What's the motivation? What's the motivation between. Just Sasquatch. All right. Sands, Sands. You have no idea how jealous I am of your hair, and I know you always say you're jealous of the beard. Yeah, I would take the hair over the beard. I would take the hair. The hair is majestic. He's also currently I winning feel like, our poll. Yeah. Well, I feel yeah. like you have a story to tell me every time you come in. Like you have like <laughs> a story <laughs> slash proverb. So, yeah, you know? like, yeah. Like you're gonna tell me something like real deep, real deep that I might not get right away. <laughs> For those of you that can't hear him, he says, My stories are getting better as my hair gets longer. For those of you that can't hear him, this is Sands Anderson. He's our sales manager. He's been on the podcast before. We asked in a couple different episodes a little bit a while ago who you wanted to see more, Sands or Mark. And Sands is fucking killing it. Yeah. So fuck Mark. <laughs> yeah. Sands is coming on. So Sands is coming on. We're going to get him back on the podcast and get to hear about his stupid ass, sparkly Gene Duramax. <laughs> Wow, that was... That he's was just, he's shooting me a look right now, and I can't, look, I can't look back at him. That was like the disappointed Indian look, like, yeah, the, you just poured oil in my river. No, you know what that was? That, that was the, uh, again, going back to California, but that was the crying Indian on the side of the road. Yes, yes. When yeah. you, you throw the can out the window, and it, and and it, it just, rolls to its feet, and he just has the one lonely tear. <laughs> Sands just did that, except it was one tear, and it was pure fire. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Just something on fire came out of his eyes. <laughs> What's up, dude? Much. Yeah. Just getting the day over with? Yeah. All right. All right. Is it? No, it's Thursday, dude. No, he's out. Oh. See, as we've talked about taking time off, you got to take time off. You got to. You got any more of those? This is the last one. I just topped myself off here. I got you, man. We'll spit you up. <laughs> we just have a little business logistics to get through here real yeah. quick. <laughs> so Sands Totem Pole Anderson basically just <laughs> finger pointed knife chop knife handed <laughs> Corey. <Just. laughs> By the way, <laughs> my emails are coming to you. <laughs> <laughs> and Corey's over here like shit. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> nah, he's into it. Love you, Sands. Love you, Sands. It's got to get done either way. So yeah, yeah. Uh, right. So yeah, back to the thing. So growing up, you know, you're, you're, and then all of a sudden your kids are, you know, twenty or something. I don't know, but it was one of those milestones that just it all of a sudden hit me. And it, honestly, we were walking, and I I nearly started crying a little bit. Oh. Like I know it sounds lame. Fatherhood does weird things to men. I tell you that, but it just it the got one me. thing that I hope that your son carries on is the love of trucks. Oh yeah, because I know he has a love of trucks now. Mm-hmm. But I, I hope he carries that with him. I hope he doesn't get distracted and 
get into you know sports and that kind of thing would be mm-hmm. great but i i just hope he always has that that love of trucks like that that is that mm-hmm. like if i had a kid like that that would be probably the one single thing that i would hope that i would be able to pass down uh, to to a to a child would be the 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 love of automobiles the love of mm-hmm. um, the industry that we have uh, you know been absorbed into um, so I, I hope he carries that which I know he will especially with you he like too. he pretty much he has no choice that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he he's a, he exhibits a lot of qualities that uh, I'm very proud of mm-hmm. um, he is very protective of his sister That's I love good. that we we instilled that in him from day one even before she was born yeah. Uh, there was a, a, a girl in his daycare, not even in his class, just at his daycare, uh, named Olivia as well. And this is before this, this is before my daughter was born. He just knew that her name was Olivia. Yeah. And he was protective of that Olivia. Really? Okay. Not even That's, his classroom. Yeah. He heard something happen. He bolted out of his classroom to go see what was going on. Yeah. So he's, he's got that. Um, the other thing with him, too, he's, he's extremely smart. Um, his mental math is off the charts. Love this kid. Yeah. He's got the maturity of a fucking puppy <laughs> that's my kid uh, the other thing with him too is and this is this is turning into a bit of a fatherhood type thing too but uh, uh, what I'm really trying to instill in him uh, right now is the uh, thinking back to to how I was when I was a kid because he exhibits a lot of the same things I did and the way he works through things mentally that I did yeah um, I was a very uh, extremely aggressive uh, boy teenager young man Um in, in all aspects of life yeah uh i was one of those people that's like it, it seems like one wrong word would set me off and i go ballistic and what i don't know if it was my choice or whatnot but that's, that's just that was my default that's how i rolled yeah and um it led to some good things led to some bad things because and as i got older i learned how to channel things properly um and turn aggression into passion or uh, uh being studious on things yeah and um, one of the things I'm really trying to instill upon him is uh, cultivating his gentle side. Yeah. Because um, I don't. I, I feel like going. I, I, no one cultivated my gentle side when he's younger. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> yeah. if someone had tried to tell me like you don't have to be set to 110 percent, like anger, aggressive all the time. No one's coming for you, man. Like you, yeah. chill the fuck out. Um, if someone had properly instilled that upon me, this is no fault to my parents. I have I, my parents did the best they could. Yeah. Okay. Uh, some of it's on me too. I think I was just, I not that mean, like born different. I don't know. My my brother's not this way. My sister's not this way. I I don't know. Just yeah. it's the way it is, right? People are people are people. You know, people yeah. are different. Uh, but my son definitely has the, that quality, and uh, I I try to make sure that I cultivate his gentleness, his uh, composure. Um. And every once in a while, this may maybe a bad dad, right? Yeah. Every once in a while, I fuck with him. Yeah. <laughs> I, I try to make sure that that aggressive side is still there because you need to have the aggressive side as a man. Yeah. You need to know, like, when it comes time, you hoist a black flag, spit on your hands, and start cutting some fucking throats. Yeah. Okay. You need to be like Jordan Peterson. You need to be a fucking monster. Yeah. But you, you need to be able to contain that. You monster. have to be smart enough. It, it gives me chills thinking about it. You need to be smart enough, and you need to be in touch with yourself enough to know when it needs to come out and when it doesn't need to come out. Yeah. Um, and every once in a while, I'll poke it out of him. Yeah. And it, it, it just, <laughs> it makes me so, like it, I'll start messing with him. And I think I mentioned this like a while back too, but I, was, I just start poking him and like, I'll, and I, I do things with him too, where I'll, I'll put him in, um, 
my own design. Now, I, I don't like sit down design situations for this, but yeah. I will purposely put him in very stressful situations and ask him questions that are ingrained in his head. Like we have we have a secret family password. Yeah. If you don't have that, you should. Um, but it, it's something that he's supposed to know all the time, every time. And anybody that knows that he knows is is safe. Is that uh, you know he's you know of our of us or something like that. If anything, just family password. Um, and I, I've literally like when he's almost in the middle of a meltdown for bed, you know, I'll hit him with math questions because his mental math is real fast. I'll hit him with hard math questions harder and harder and harder until he starts defaulting. Yeah. And then I will pick him up and literally start hanging him upside down, swinging him by his ankles. And I'll pick him up and hold him upside down and start like squeezing him hard and, you know, ask him what the password is after he's all mentally fra- and now physically frazzled. Yeah. And I'll sit there and, and, and while I'm like, literally like physically squeezing and shaking i'm not talking like shaking like you're trying to kill the kid right, yeah, but you know right. What? he's five <laughs> years old okay? yeah. but like squeezing and shaking and i'll be like and but call me calm your brain think what's the password meanwhile i'm like shaking the shit out of him right yeah calm, calm your brain think breathe what's we've been working on breathing exercises yeah. and it's so satisfying to see because you can see him like his fists are clenched yeah he's trying to get out yeah. he's like damn you're ready to bite me yeah you know it's like fight or flight right now because i'm i'm like and i'm I'm hard on this kid. Yeah. Like, I, I, as you should be. As I should be, yeah. But being able to, like, whisper in his ear, like, calm, think, calm your mind. There's a yeah. lot going on. What's the password? Calm your mind. Yeah. What's the password? And we'll, and it's, he's only faltered on that once. But as we've been doing that, he gets quicker and quicker with it. Yeah. And I can hear him. He'll go, Meanwhile, and I'm, breath, like, yeah. I'm like shaking him still, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he says the pastor, I'm like, beautiful, man. Good job. Let's go. Yeah. You want to watch something on the iPad? You want to watch Paw Patrol? What's up, dude? Yeah. Nice job. Yeah. Proud of you. Because he, he has to be able to, you, you got to be able to flick that switch. Yeah. Be an animal. You guys got to bring it back. You know, you got to you know, hold your wife's hand. You got to open the door. Yeah. You got to you know, be gentle. Yeah. And you got to be able to, to, to hold a bunny. Yeah. But you also got to kill the bear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's that's the kind of man I'm trying to build. Yeah. Uh, my daughter, on the other hand, uh, she's a little baby. She's a little baby. <laughs> she's just a little baby. My uh, wife's gonna take care of that one. I'm yeah. Gonna, uh, I'm, I, I'm not saying she's gonna take care of everything. Obviously, parenting's a two-way street. It's a two-person job. But uh, yeah, she's she's gonna be fun she yeah. she is already exhibiting she is way more i know this conversation has gone way into kids Wait, right yeah, now we're, we don't care we're talking about an excursion road trip <laughs> yeah but the the way that she is my son was a lazy baby he's very mentally smart but he's a very lazy baby you could literally lay him down he's like oh, man, yeah i don't care this girl she like i know my parents say this a lot but i swear she's gonna crawl for like six minutes and go straight to running yeah she is way more eyeballs everywhere looking engaging talking like she can't talk she's only eight months old but like right. she's just very and my son was not he, he's he obviously very high energy now but the this girl is going to be uh she's gonna be a spitfire yeah i already love it um, <laughs> as it looks right now she's gonna have fairly blonde reddish hair oh. and she's got She's got my blue eyes. Oh god! This kid, this she, she, you got you got trouble. You just brewed some trouble. I bruised it, and uh, <laughs> you know it's, it's as weird if you're not a parent but to hear it like, and by the looks of her mother, yeah, <laughs> she's, 
She's going to be one dangerous <laughs> motherfucker, man. Yeah, like she, yeah. <laughs> she, she's going to have the beast inside, but she's going to look like a fucking model. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I, I, don't, I mean that, like, I, I know it sounds kind of weird, but you, you know what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, She's gonna be fucking terrifying. Yeah, she's gonna ask dad for something. She gets it. Yeah, <laughs> I got no way to say. I'll tell my son to shut the fuck up and sit down and go sit in the corner. I'll tape your mouth shut. Yeah, this girl like daddy. What? Yep. 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 Don't even say it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Don't you want to ask me? Nope. Yeah. Nope. I know how that story ends. Yeah. Nope. You're more scary than she is. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yes. Say. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'll be in the garage. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a cot. Sure. Yeah, I've got a cot. <laughs> I'm gonna dig um, a hole. Yeah, so we got to sum this up. So the excursion did great. You did exactly what I wanted to do. All the, the fixes you did beforehand. All the fixes I did was great. Uh, lasted. The fuel fuel, fuel pressure. pressure. Did what it was supposed to do. Um, I feel like I should touch on the fuel pressure. Uh, I, yes. I feel like you should too. A little I should. Bit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, before we touch on it. Okay. My, the tire size I went with, it cruised the exact speed that I wanted to. Basically right about 2,000 RPM. Mileage? Mileage was not great. <laughs> okay. I'm going to okay. tell you this right now. Mileage was not great. <laughs> if you've, and it's hand calculated. If you've ever driven from Spokane or Washington down to Central California, <laughs> There are some flat spots, but there's a lot of hills. Yeah. Okay? There's, still there's a lot, lot of hills. hills. And if you're trying to make time, at that point, I don't give a shit what the mileage is. I'm mm. getting there, okay? Um, but overall, uh, keep in mind, I drove down with wife and two kids, drove back solo. Uh, overall, hand-calculated. Well, it, I mean, it's not that much girth. You're talking. No, but I'm talking about uh, <laughs> I feel like he's trying to make a comparison. Like, I had no. all this weight going down. <laughs> I'm talking about drive, driving yeah. style. Oh, driving style. Okay, fair enough. 100% different. <laughs> okay. Um, because I, I I know I shouldn't be, but I legitimately I drive faster when there's kids the kids in the car because you're always yeah. trying to make up time. Yeah. And I can't quite. And I'm not saying I'm doing you know like 90 miles an hour everywhere I'm going, passing cars, cutting yeah. lanes and stuff like that. But it's like you're sitting there like I could have to pull over in the next 20 minutes. Yeah. And you think that every five fucking seconds. Yeah. And you're like so if if I can go if traffic's moving at 80. I'm doing 82. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, yeah. If there's a pa if there's a long passing lane, there's three trucks in front of me. I'm passing all the trucks. Yeah, hundred percent. The trucks may be going 75. Yeah, I'm passing them. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, but the the tire size I went with and the gears, uh, it cruises right about 2,000 RPM, 74 miles an hour. Right in the power. Perfect, right in the power. St it doesn't have to downshift going over hills and like that. Uh, but overall mileage, including. Uh, me driving back by myself and driving down, having to stop every six minutes. Uh, hand calculated average was just about 17 miles a gallon, which honestly isn't bad for a um, giant box on wheels. It is. I did reset the, and again, if you're just talking about the liometer, I do have a liometer on the truck. Uh, I did reset the liometer as soon as we left. And I, I just use that as a gauge to see if things are going up or down, right? Yeah. I don't use the extra number. It's just a. a How know, close was it though? Uh, not very close. No, that that one was saying at the end of the day was like fourteen nine. Okay, so it was, it was not definitely right. off. Definitely yeah. off. Um, but what I did notice is on my drive back, um, since I never stop all the time, I actually got to like take advantage of the fact of a forty four gallon tank. Yeah, I barely stopped at all. I set the cruise at like seventy two, which dropped it just a touch under two thousand RPM, and the truck just hung. You know, you you're never you're not on and off the gas, on and off, on and off, passing, and no, no, it just it just Stayed the whole time. Right in the power, yeah. The when I originally left, it was sitting at fourteen point two. By the time I got home, it was like just over fifteen a liometer. So what that tells me is, while the number wasn't correct, 
the the driving style of me coming home was definitely Race, yeah. getting much better mileage. Yeah. Um, and I honestly, I, I enjoyed the drive home. I <laughs> when a seven and a half hour drive actually takes seven and a half hours, I'm happy. Yeah, hundred percent. So happy. Uh, but yeah, it did literally everything I wanted it to do. Uh, so the fuel pressure thing. All right. So I put an edge uh, fuel pressure sensor on my fuel bowl because it's one of those things I didn't want to read. We have a podcast about uh, fuel pressure. Uh, it's, it came out before this one that you're listening to right now. Um, but I ended up uh, settling on leaving it set right around. It, it basically, even under wide open throttle, barely ever got even close to th- like into the 30s. It was always in the 40s pretty much. Um, I just left it there. I didn't want to. I didn't want to mess up anything. I was going yeah. this big, again, big long road trip. I just like, okay, it's good enough. The truck runs fine. I'm just gonna let it go. It's yeah. actually technically within spec. It's not where I want it, but it's within spec. So I and, and actually I had all the parts I needed to adjust it with me, because yeah. um, I ordered uh, the different springs from Riffraff. Yes, I know the direct competitor of ours, but no one else sells a three different PSI springs. Right. With, so, I again, I, yes, I do order a lot of parts from them. And I pay full fucking retail for them. <laughs> yeah. I do enjoy Riff Raff. I, uh, uh, I've been a customer of theirs before. I was even on the side of the counter. So, it, that being yeah. said. Um, but I just left it there. So, when I got home, so I'm solo. I, I'm still solo at the time we filmed this because I got, I got home on Saturday at 1.30. Uh, my wife doesn't get back because uh, her and the kids are with her parents. Actually, technically, my kids are with her parents. My wife's in Cabo right now. <laughs> with her girlfriend. Yeah. Party. Teachers. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn teachers. Tell you what, guys. You date, you know, date and marry a teacher. They, uh, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she... Uh, was it? Oh, the springs. Yeah. Um, so Sunday when I got back, I, uh, I'm sitting there. I'm like, all right, I'm going to finish this once and for all. I'm yeah. going to find out what's going on. I don't care if I have to go to O'Reilly's and buy a gauge to measure this separately right now. Maybe the sensor's not reading right. Maybe I'm not reading it right. Something's going on. So I start, I go in there and I'm like, okay, I have a, at that point, I basically had a, a, a technical, technically a blue spring upgrade shimmed. Yeah. I did the old BB mod in there. Yeah. And it was hovering right about 47, 45 PSI. So I was like, okay. And I replaced the poppet and the poppet seat. If you've never done this stuff on a fuel bowl on a 7.3, you know what I'm talking about. But if you do, you know what I'm talking about. So I replaced that. And the O-ring on the poppet seat, cleaned everything, make sure it was good. Um, so I take the blue spring and the BB out, and I put the black spring from Riff Raff, which is a 70 PSI spring in there. Turn the truck on, prime the pump a couple of times, and now it's like before, if you just prime the pump, it'd be at 45. Now it's at 39. <laughs> I'm like, this is horse this is, yeah. shit. These like, springs defective? Yeah, I'm, I'm like <laughs> pissed off at this yeah. point. Because at this point, I've, I've now mixed and matched a... So many things. A yeah. dormant fuel pressure regulator kit. Housing. With an XDP fuel pressure ha- regulator yeah. kit. Now with riffraff springs. So I've got all these different companies, poppets and seats and housings. I'm kind of like mixing and matching. So I, I decided to take a break, you know, take a minute, get my, my uh, micrometer out, and I start measuring stuff. I'm like okay, does the does the spring sit out more with this poppet? Does the spring sit in deeper with this housing? Yeah, what's, what's going, going on, on here? Yeah. Something has to be going on because again, that it runs good. Yeah, and I'm like, but oh. it's just it's just what you're reading on the gauge. It's yeah. just like what the on the fuck? on the edge screen. And I'm like, this is horseshit. <laughs> so I, at that point, I just start. I douse the entire. I, I change it a couple times. Other things. I, I clean the O ring. Or I clean check the, the poppet. I check for leaks again. I douse the entire fuel bowl with brake clean. This is the cleanest 
freaking fuel bowl yeah, on a 70 you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. And then I just, you know, start the engine, just sit there with a flashlight and a mirror. Just watch. Like, I'm looking like, where, where is it seeping? Yeah, because pressure's got to be going somewhere. If you have a seventy-five psi spring, yeah, and you're making thirty, I'm making thirty. What the? F- <laughs> yeah, and I, I verified the pump was good because it's been New replaced, pump. and yes. I verified I'm not having suction issues from the tank because yep. I isolated the source previously. And that's again what I'm telling myself: you, it's not the tank. It's, it's not, not the tank. Yeah. I will say th- there may very well be some stuff floating around in the tank, but it's not enough to cause this because I got the yeah. exact same pressure reading when I pulled from a five-gallon bucket yep. as I pulled from the tank. So it, that may be an issue in the f- in the future, but as far as this certain scenario, not an issue. Yeah. Check mark, good to go. Pump, check mark, good to go. So it's somewhere from the outlet of the pump to the sensor yes. in the fuel bowl. Uh, so finally, I'm like, all right. I, I measured everything. I'm like, this is this looks like the best match. I actually almost put the 70 psi spring in shimmed, <laughs> which theoretically would start blowing out O-rings inside the injectors. Yeah, you're and I stopped up there. myself. I actually yeah. had it threaded in. And I was like, you know what? No, stop. You know the truck's running good. Just yeah, well, t- stick with what back. you know yeah. and figure this out. So I put the the black spring in from riffraff. With the XDP billet housing, I measured everything, and I put it in, and I turned the key to the on position, and it's like, it's good, but not great. Yeah. And I'm getting ready to settle there. And I'm like, yeah. okay. Then I think to myself, because I, I wanted to rename the the PID on the screen. Yeah. Because I had it set as fuel pressure, and then a parenthesis is PSI. It's just too long for me. I want it to be shorter. I just want to say fuel and then PSI. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? Every time I go to rename it, it asks me to select denominations. Is yeah. It, is it zero or to 50? Range. Yeah. yeah, zero to 50, zero to 100, zero to 1,000, zero to 5,000. What is this? And every time I select it, it's always zero to 100 because it's a zero to 100 pressure sensor. Yeah. So I'm thinking to myself, like, well, I'll at least get this named correctly. Um, and evidently, every time I try to rename it, it doesn't work. So I'm just basically going to do a reset on the sensor. So I unplug the sensor, and I unplug it from the, the universal yes. sensor input. Yep. And I take it out of the A slot. And then I put the put it in the B slot, and then I plug the sensor back in, and I rename it 72 psi. I'm like <laughs> fuck yeah, dude! <laughs> A little angry, but mostly happy. <laughs> yeah. <Okay>? yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, I take it for a drive. Everything's great. Runs great. Starts up great. Idles great. Like any, I had a little bit of injector rattle that was kind of concerning. That's gone. Yeah, we're good, right? Yeah. And then the next morning. I go to start it up. It's reading like 89 psi. Oh Jesus! <laughs> That's danger zone. Uh, yeah, danger. danger zone. Danger. I, danger. Yeah, the the perfect pressure essentially for any anything driven on the street is basically 65 at idle and holding 65 at wide open throttle. Yeah. If you vary a little bit, not a big deal. But 70 psi for somebody that doesn't actually have a regulator on it, good. So I drove to work. And that was Monday. Tyler asked how the truck went, so I explained it to him. <laughs> um, it has never shown that high since. I have to assume it's just an anomaly. <laughs> I don't uh, know. But even, even this morning... It's, seven three thi- it's a 7-3 yeah. thing at this point. So even even the last two mornings I've started up, it does start high. It starts at about 77. And by the time I get to work, it's at 70. Okay. So I, I assume it's just things are cold, warming up. It's fine, whatever. Um, but I'm, I'm glad I took care of that. Um, my goal still is, uh, since I do have those dynamite injectors, I'm going to get that were in the blue truck. 
I'm going to get the nozzles changed on those, get them reflowed, recalibrated. Um, I'm actually getting ready to order uh, uh, valve cover harnesses and gaskets, all that kind of stuff to do injectors on it. And ideally at that same time, I do want to end up and this, uh, if this if this happens next summer, I'm happy. I'm just kind of yeah. starting to get myself ready for it. Um, I do want to convert over to um, we'll do an AirDog 5G and the CNC Fab four line feed kit to get Hell rid yeah. of that fuel bowl altogether, clean up everything in there. Uh, the AirDog 5G is dope. It's got actually got a diaphragm regulator mounted on a lot the of, pump yeah. block. That's awesome. Um, the only thing I'm going to add into the mix is I am going to either have to make my own. I'm going two ways about this. I'll take your input. Um, I really, and for no other reason, for me just being a motorhead, I really want a minimum of half-inch line from where it pulls the fuel to the four-line feed kit. I know 7.3 PRS are going to say 3.8 is fine, <laughs> whatever. But I know that the suction line on the, the air dog utilizes the factory sending unit and suction tube in the tank that's three eighths barely and then goes to, uh, and then goes in there and then goes to half inch all the way to the, up to the front i want to pull from the tank at a half inch uh there's two ways i can go about it sump the, the right way would really be a sump yeah because in, in all actuality I wouldn't mind a 5 eighths feed line from the tank to the sump since the pump is going to be returning fuel. I want minimum half inch, ideally, you know, doing a 5 eighths to the pump and then half inch all the way up to the, up to the engine I'm cool with. Okay. Um, the only thing is, with a sump, I can definitely achieve that. But with a sump, there's two things. One, it's as a factory metal skid plate on it. Mm-hmm. So I'd have to make accommodations for that. Cut a hole yeah. for that. doesn't make that big of a deal for me. I'm fine with that. But since it's a center mounted fuel tank, um, with it hanging out right behind the rear diff, um, I feel like it may be slightly susceptible to road road damage, just because yeah. it, it's literally right there. So I would have to um, have someone make me a little skid plate for, it, which is not that big of a deal. Like it's someone can do that. It's I can, not that big of a deal, but it's still a um, a step, a step, right? Um, and I do also worry a little bit about snow getting packed in there, but I don't think it'll be that big of a deal. Can uh, you modify the baskets in those and put a suction tube in the basket so it still pulls through the screen? So that's the other thing I was thinking about. The So a Hutch mod kit from uh, Driven Diesel, Strictly Diesel, uh, it still uses 3-8 inch and uses, a stu- and uses a stock style um, fuel umbrella hood, whatever you want to gotcha. call it. So for me to do that, I would basically have to, uh, and no one makes a kit for this that I know of, I'd have to modify the stock sending basket um, so it still has the sending unit in there as far as level, yep. but as far as suction, um, it would basically, I'd have like a, at least a half inch, like, like fast kind of would do with their bulkhead fitting a half inch tube going down to the bottom of the tank. Yeah. Um, which I'm not opposed to. I just, I do like the idea of dropping a, the tank at that point. I, I, I assume I'm going to drop yeah. the tank no matter what, when this happens. Um, cause e- even if I do the hutch mod and it's a three eight inch line, I'm still dropping the tank. And I'm still clipping the feed, the uh, the fill tube, so I can I can put more fuel in the tank. So you're asking me to do a sump or uh, the hutch should pump, I basically? should I? Well, actually, there's technically three options. I guess should I say screw it? You're not running that big of an injector. Just do a hutch mod with no filter since you're running the the well, air dog and pull from three eighths. Do a sump, 
whether it ends up being half inch or five eighths. Well, if you do the hunch mod and it's running three eighths and then to half inch, it's still bigger than running just an air dog pulling from the factory location. No, because they're not. What what size is it from factory? Five sixteenths. Yeah, so you're still better off. Better, yes. Versus doing a sump or you skid plate, but that kind of thing. But here's the thing. You're, what are you worried about with the skid plate with a sump? You don't take the thing off-road. I don't take the thing off-road. Um, I also do worry a little bit. And again, I've never had a sump, a, a, a truck with a sump on it. Okay. Um, I do worry a little bit about integrity because this is going to be a long-lasting vehicle. My wife's going to end up driving it. Um, possible leakage. Just a, and I know that like we sell sumps all the time. I've never gotten a callback of someone saying a sump has leaked. Well, but the I answer. Just don't worry about adding that potential leak point into the mix. The one part in the middle of all of that would be to run. I know you're talking about air dog pump, but to run the fast sump mm-hmm. that has a suction tube from the top. Mm. Okay. So they've got that little attachment that's yep, at the bottom yep, of the yep. sump. I don't know why the hell. Mm. And you can run straight half inch from that, and it'll still pull from the bottom of the sump. You'll just have a sump down there, yeah. but no hoses coming out of the bottom, mm-hmm. and you'll be pulling from the top all so, half inch. So that would get me. Your... That would get me the size of hose that I want, and that would also get me the fact uh, that I have. Let's face full it. At this point, capacity. half inch line straight from the tank is not necessarily doing you any good. You could do the ha- you could do the hutch mod and run three eighths to half inch. That'll be plenty of fuel for whatever you throw at that thing. Because I know right. you're not going to make this thing for super high horsepower. No, it'll have like a. As far as cleanliness, probably do the hutch mod. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to drill a hole in your tank and worry about leakage and that sort of thing, that's probably what I would do. And just run the three eighths to half inch to the pump. That's, Call it a day. That's honestly kind of what I've already been slightly leaning towards. Yeah. Originally, I was really dead set. Like I was kind of. If you want a straight half inch, I think the su- the fast sump would be your mm-hmm. your the fast sump with suction tube would be the way to go. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, that suction tube, that's that. I, I'm not a huge. If you're gonna run a sump, to me, run a sump. Mm-hmm. You know, you still have I'm that plastic way. tube. If that thing cracks or has any issues, you're pulling air. You're, mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. I mean, me, me personally, like, I think a sump would be just fine. It's not like we're taking this thing off-road. No. How much road grime actually gets on there? Not a lot to make it. Y- you, ain't, you ain't messing with this thing right. all the time. You're putting yeah. it in once, making sure it's not leaking, and then you're not touching it for the life of the truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, there you go. I'll chime in <laughs> the comments if you've got an opinion on that one. Yeah. That is going to about wrap this one up. So just like we said, we do four episodes a week, and this one's over an hour. Well, we do two episodes a week. Or, or, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. The if competitors did... do four episodes a week that are 20 minutes, which still don't add up to even one of our episodes. Not trying to talk smack. We love the guys yeah. over there that are and, doing and that. Who's going who's gonna to talk about being a father? <laughs> they're probably not. They're probably not. I know they're not. Because I'll tell you what. I listened to a whole bunch of them when I was driving back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nothing against them. Yeah. Again, this is, this is not a not personal attack or anything. No. But uh, I can tell you, you're, uh, you're not getting what we give yeah. with anybody else. Yeah. 100%. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to wrap this one up. I greatly appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, I'm really stoked that everybody is liking the two episodes a week. Yeah. Uh, keep them coming. 
Uh, keep going with the downloads. That's what helps us the most. If you were talking about before, even if you stream the episode, downloading them helps us have concrete statistics. And we all know that I am a stats driven guy and yep. business is stats driven. So, uh, not only if you want to help us out by purchasing products from BeastBotProducts.com, buy one of our hats, but the if you want to support the podcast that costs nothing, just download an episode, download many. I don't care if you delete them afterwards. Just, yeah. Just the download count is what helps. Yes. So, that being so thank said, you. Good night. Tyler, do the outro. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at DieselPowerProducts.com.